What's up, Highline Nation? Coming at you with episode 40, the pre-championship race episode. It's going to be a good one this week. Uh, going to be talking about Martinsville. Uh, going to review that race. Uh, some crazy things happened during that one. Uh, we'll break it down. Uh, things like Ross Chastain uh, making some video game moves. We've also got to talk about Ty Gibbs uh, versus the whole Xfinity series. No one seems to like that guy, uh, and can you blame him? Uh, also, we got some news involving Jimmy Johnson, uh, some, the football coach. Yes. Uh, no, the race car driver um, now maybe taking a different role uh, in the Cup series. Yeah, and then we got the Attaboy segment from this past weekend at Martinsville. The you can't do that moment. Uh, I wonder, wonder who that'll be. Um, the Phoenix Preview Championship Weekend at Phoenix. Uh, we're, I guess we're kind of excited for it, I guess. And we're going to give our champion, championship predictions for all three series. Let's get it. This is The High Line. Are you looking for a NASCAR podcast that doesn't hold anything back, tells you how it is, like you want to hear it? Well, guess what? The High Line is the place for you. Two guys, two rednecks, two God-fearing, loving Americans talking about cars going in circles with no strings attached. Come on. We don't need no education. We don't need no thought control. Oh shit. No <laughs> no dark sarcasm in the classroom. <laughs> All in all, it's just uh, another rock in the Lego. <laughs> Remix. All in all, you're just uh, another rock in the wall. Hey! <laughs> Welcome back. NASCAR! Meeting kids alone! Bop, bop, bop! Welcome back to the Highline episode 40. Sterling Marlin. Who? Sterling Marlin, David Strebe. He's getting out. <laughs> he can't do that. He can't do that. And that's where it came from. <laughs> it is not where it came from. <laughs> it is not where you, that came from. Uh, that is a good. That's a good point. Uh, yeah, he's what he said. Yeah. Uh, Our, it goes. Ours. Ours go back a little deeper. You gotta go. You gotta dig you a little bit more. You gotta dig deep. Colorado National Speedway. Mark Mosier. You can't go three wide in the truck series here. You can't do that. <laughs> and that's where it came from. Trent Davis and Riley Embry back at you uh, with another episode. A little bit. We got a little bit of a late episode. We've had some shit go on this week in our yeah. lives. So uh, sorry getting it a little late to y'all. And it's probably the worst week we could ever get something late, a podcast out, yep. with all this shit that happened this past weekend. Even the Dale Jr. download was on Monday this week. Yeah. It, uh, I'll just do it on the way back from my farm. Listen, DBC and uh, Dale Jr. The Dale download, Jr. download. Which was actually shorter than DBC. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is never the case. No. But, uh, yeah. 
I mean, uh, how was your weekend before we get into all this junk? What did I do this weekend? I worked. Worked all week. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Nah, so uh, I actually left early Friday night from work, which was a good thing. I woke up about 8 a.m. to a Snapchat from one of my coworkers telling me that there was a uh, homicide in the city. I remember seeing that on the news. And uh, I was in charge when I left, and I was no longer in charge because I left. So you 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 had you knew dodged you a knew. bullet. Well, that's how it goes. If the supervisor leaves, something happens. Something happens. Uh, it always happens. So my sergeant left, so I was in charge. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go home and drink some beer. <laughs> so I went home and drank some beer and went to sleep and woke up to that Snapchat. So. Uh, but then I worked Saturday and Sunday, and then Monday I didn't do a whole lot. Uh, Tuesday I got a tooth pulled, so nice. dealing with that bullshit right now. I bet that feels great. It's wonderful. Probably felt just as good as Ross hitting that wall. Sure it did. <laughs> yeah, not as um, – what, what am I looking for I don't here? Know it's not as uh, – Don't look for me for English. The pain was not worth the gain in this scenario. He, ah. uh, he got a little bit more out of his pain than I – Got out of mind, but no uh, hand job under the table. Nah, <laughs> I have a a male dentist and a <laughs> male hygienist, so that'd be hot. Um, <laughs> I mean, hey, I ain't gave it twenty dollars. It's twenty dollars. Uh, what yeah. about you? I heard you. Uh, you was in you was in Georgia all weekend. Yep, looking at deer. Look, just not looking, looking, just trying, not even hardly looking, just trying to find the damn deer. Uh, I left Saturday night, like at eleven thirty. After all the college football games were pretty much over, all the ones I cared about were over, and uh, got down there Sunday and it was Go hot. Fuck off. Um, it was just hot, man. We I saw some deer, I saw some bucks. I saw, I told you I, I saw more turkeys than I saw deer. I think I saw eight turkeys and four of them were gobblers. One of them was a big old gobbler, <laughs> big old beard. So in April, I might have to go down there. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's is turkey season not going on right now? No. In Georgia? Mm-mm. How are you supposed to get Thanksgiving dinner? I've all yeah, it, it no, it don't really make no sense. <laughs> I thought turkey season was like almost year round. No. It's only a month. What? Yeah. What? Yeah, it is. <laughs> Least here in South Carolina, I think it's in Georgia too. Only a month. April. Month of April. If you got private land and yeah, I think you can hunt like the f- last week of March, um, or the first couple. The first is that couple just last is eight. that is that shotgun season? Can you hunt bow? Is is, is turkey know. with a bow different season? I don't know if you can. I've only. I don't know if people hunt with. They do bows. Well, well, the problem is when you shoot a turkey with a bow, you can't really shoot them in the head with a no. bow. Yeah, but but you mess up the the turkey part. No, you don't the meat. Okay. Well, I've never shot a turkey with a bow, so um, I don't know. I have no idea. But I just know season, turkey season for shotguns is April. That sucks. And, like, maybe a week or two uh, into March. But, uh, yeah, I uh, didn't get no deer. My dad didn't get one either. Uh, just too hot, man. Uh, you should have got out on foot, spot and stop. Instead of just sitting in the... Listen here, it's, it ha- I have enough trouble climbing, getting up to my deer stand as it is. Don't fall that. out. 
with the clear cuts the way it is. You climbing over fucking forty foot trees and fucking tractor tractor uh, divots in the damn ground yeah, that you trust fucking me, fall I, into. I about left a fucking shoe out. There. <laughs> I understand. That's when it was wet. It's yeah. dry. It's dry as hell down there now. But uh, I didn't get anything. It uh, it sucks, but it's part of hunting. Uh, hopefully uh, next weekend when I go back, it'll be a little cooler. Deer will be moving a little bit. They'll be, they'll be in the rut more. Be wanting to chase that doe pussy, and uh, <laughs> we'll uh, we'll go from there. But that's all I really did. Uh, Friday, got off uh, work Thursday. Uh, Friday, I just took a, a a day off, just chilled, didn't do much. I went to the gym, just hang, hung out around the house because I've been going nonstop for about a month now with going to the farm, going to work. Uh, the wedding last month. It's just a whole bunch of stuff. I just wanted to take a day. I know how myself. you feel. Like today, and I don't I don't know what to do with myself. I ain't had shit to do today. <laughs> um, I don't know. That's usually not how my days go. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, – did you watch the uh, the Martinsville race? I know you was yeah, in I, the I, stand probably. Yeah, I was in the stand. Uh, I watched the, uh, the last half of it. I left – I think right to get in the stand right at the beginning of right at the end of stage two, I think. So uh, it takes about 20 minutes to get from where we stay at to the actual farm. So about 20 minutes I was driving and trying to watch it on my phone, which is <laughs> I wouldn't recommend. <laughs> I do it every week, but uh, or every other week anyway. Uh, but uh, I got in the stand and I was really. Th- when you're hunting on the in the evening hunt, you're not doing a whole lot. Uh, you ain't gonna see a whole lot of deer early. So, I had that phone right there. I was in the stand, and I just watched the whole. Uh, I mean, I would glance up at the field and the woods every now and then, but I was mainly just, especially the last like thirty laps. Oh yeah, I was just, I was, I was like, I do not want no deer to come anywhere near me right now because I was locked into the race. So I did watch most of it. I had to watch it on, uh, no sound, obviously. So I didn't get to hear the call, but uh, and then you, my my internet was a little bit slow, uh, just because I'm at in the in the boons or the boonsticks, the uh, the boonies, in the and boon- you texted me like three or four times about Ross. And I'm like, I was like with two or three to go. I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? Like Ross is I like said, eighth. Wow, oh my fucking god! You know what? I'll I'll read them out. Yeah, I was like, I was confused because I hadn't got that far yet. I was like, what is he talking about? And uh, sure enough, <laughs> I had to back it up because I looked. I, I got a text, but then I looked up because I thought I heard something. And I looked back down, and I saw Ross no, beside said, Denny. And I'm like, what? Yeah. So then I had to back it up. And I was like, oh, my God. I said, holy shit. Actually, I said, Holly's shit. <laughs> Holly. <laughs> Who's Holly? Then I said, holy shit. Space in between holy <laughs> and shit. Then I said, holy shit. No space. Then I said, wow. <laughs> and you said, what the fuck? Have you ever? I said, <laughs> no, I've never. No, I've never. <laughs> um, yeah, like four or five minutes later. <laughs> yeah. That was some wild shit. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, as, as, far as, as far as Martinsville goes, it wasn't a great race. Um, better than the spring. But man. it was way better than the spring race. Um. The ending, of course, was crazy. Uh, something nobody's ever seen before. Something we might not ever see again. Um, the 
the tire wore a little bit more uh, than it did in the spring, which but it took it took forever ninety laps. It took forever to get there. Um, the I, it's been said a thousand times. They shouldn't be shifting. They need to figure out a way to get get that out um, of, of the short tracks, especially Martinsville, because when you, when you make a mistake, you just downshift and the guy behind Point you your car straight. Yeah, you can't get there. So um, I think that kind of hurts Martinsville um, because you don't have to be as smooth. You can just kind of drive it in there deep, slam on the brakes, downshift, and and power out. Um, but yeah, I mean it was a it was a C minus race until you know twenty thirty to go, uh, whenever that last restart was, and uh, of course Christopher Bell pulled one out of his ass again. He had a really good car though. He did. Um, Denny had the best car. I, I think don't he think was. he should have won the race. I think you know Brad should have won the race. Well, <laughs> Brad had a top five car. I will say this um, again. If if he was cheating though. If Brad. If Brad passed Briscoe, I think Brad would have won the race. You don't think Christopher goes in there and knocks him the fuck out the way? I mean, maybe. Uh, but I think he would have been able to get away from him um, a little bit. You know, just... It, it's hard to say. I, I don't think Christopher's that guy. Granted, there is a championship, a four, championship spot. four spot on the on the line there, but... Christopher was definitely the better car, uh, but I think if Brad got past Briscoe, it would have been a little bit different of a story. But you know, Briscoe kind of brake checked him there and, and got him, got him out of shape. And then Kyle Larson, I'm not gonna talk shit about Larson because he's great, but you know, he he oh, didn't sorry, give Brad sorry, any, Freddie Kraft. He didn't he didn't give Brad any breaks, um, yeah. which you know I, I'm not saying he should have, but but he was kind of. In my opinion, a little over aggressive when he's not really fighting for anything there. Um, but uh, yeah, Christopher put himself in a great position. Um, it's good to see. I like Christopher. I don't love Christopher. I don't love Joe Gibbs Racing, of course. But it's good to see him get in there. Um, he's deserved it. He's probably been the best playoff car, I think. Um, I know for the past five, six weeks, but really, he's been consistent all playoffs. Um, other than when he gets wrecked by um, teammates, or <laughs> what are technically teammates, um, manufacturers, yeah, alliance. Or so uh, I, I like to see that the emotion that he showed. I know Junior talked about this on his podcast. Excuse me, this Miller Lite's getting to me already. <laughs> um, I'm burping. Uh, but it was good to see some emotion out of Christopher. You don't usually see that. Even when he wins, he's kind of, hey, it was a good run for the boys. Glad to see we got victory lane. Mm -hmm. uh, but he showed some emotion. He was crying on the front stretch. Uh, he after he won. Car. But, uh, yeah, it was uh, it was good to see. Uh, very surprised Denny didn't make it. Um, of course, there was a one-in-a-million move that, that made him not make it. But Denny was the best car, won both stages, was fast. Um, only guy that I could really see, at least inside the top 10, 15, that could actually pass before yeah. the tire's worn. He was, uh, you know, I, I know a lot of people don't like Denny, and he, and he was booed. He's a hack. But, I I mean, I, I'm getting to where I like him. I'm getting to where I like Denny. Um, Denny. I used to not like Denny. 
Uh, but he's, he's a hell of a race car driver. He is. Um, he says some stupid shit every now and again. I'm not going to say that he doesn't, but everybody does. Um, and I'm, I'm starting to feel bad for him because he deserves a championship. He's good enough to win one. He really is Mark Martin, and, and I'm I'm starting to think he's uh, a little bit more accomplished than Mark, even with you know both of them not having championships. But You've said that before. Yeah, You've already said it. Yeah, I know, but it it, it keeps showing. Um, he definitely deserves one. He deserves to be in the championship more than Ross does, I think. Um, so, you know, I feel bad I for him. I argue he deserves to be in the championship more than Chase Elliott does. Yeah, uh, especially the way the playoffs have gone for oh, Chase. Yeah. If Chase Elliott, you know, wasn't so dominant in the middle half of the regular season or the, the late half of the regular season. He'd be uh, out. He'd, he'd been be out, out right round now. eight. Around uh, 12, maybe. He's kind of sucked most races other than Talladega. And, you got to uh, – Here's a crazy thing that I was thinking about. So you remember when Denny went at Pocono and it got he got DQ'd? He'd be in right now. Five points. That's five playoff points he could have taken, er, taken every round here in the playoffs. And Chase Elliott got those five points. How many? How many points did Chase Elliott move into the last round championship four by? Well, five points, wasn't it? Four. Four. Yeah. How many points did Denny Hamlin lose by? Four. Two. Was it four? I thought it was two. Was, he was ahead of Ross by, by two, but he passed like got, six cars. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Or he passed five, but he passed Denny in the process, so he yeah. lost another spot. So you got to think, that Pocono race where Denny Hamlin gets disqualified is why he is not in the playoffs and why Chase Elliott is in the play, in the championship four. And I, I was thinking about that on the way home. I was like, dude, that Pocono race change has changed the whole landscape of, yeah. <laughs> of what we have, what we got now. It's uh, it's kind of It's kind of crazy to think about. Well, uh, I'll give the rundown, then you can give me what you thought about the uh, the race as a whole. If I can find my fucking cursor. There she blows. All right, of course, we said Christopher Bell won his way into the final round. Kyle Larson, Ryan Blaney. Um, should have been Brad, but then it goes to Ross Chastain. Or actually, yeah, should have been Brad, but he got disqualified. We got Ross Chastain in fourth. Uh, Denny Hamlin, Joey Logano, William Byron, Bubba Wallace, uh, which was a good rebound from his suspension. Uh, Chase Briscoe had a chance to win the race uh, because of his tire strategy. Chase Elliott was a non-factor all day. What? He really wasn't. He was second all day he was after trash. he got passed by Denny. He's buns. Until uh, shit, crazy shit. Harrison Burton with a good finish in 11th. Daniel Suarez, Todd Gillen, uh, Cole Custer. He Todd Gillen, 13th? Yep. Uh, Cole Damn. Custer was fast all That's day. Crazy. Uh, he was up in the top 10 most of the day. Eric Almarola, Kevin Harvick, Michael McDowell, Eric Jones, Ty Gibbs, Truex. Truex was, I wish you would have picked Truex. I mean, it, I still won, but Truex was terrible. Mm. Well, no, I wouldn't say terrible. We got another driver coming down this list that was terrible. We've got well, to get to him. And we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that, too. I've got some theories on that. But um, Corey LaJoy, Ricky Stenhouse, AJ, uh, Christopher Busher. Sucked. He was not great. Um, he's never been really he's that not good. At, he's not a good race car driver. He's right? not good at Martinsville. <laughs> I can promise you that. But let's go back to Bristol. We'll see, <laughs> see how good he is. Uh, Noah Gragson, Austin Sendrick, Justin Haley, also not very good. Uh, Cody Ware, Kyle Busch with a 29th, um, way better than he deserved. Uh, J.J. Yaley, Ty Dillon, Landon Castle, Austin Dillon, he had some problems. He blew a rotor or something. Hit hard. 
It Austin Dillon lost talent. Um, he didn't. It wasn't his fault. <laughs> uh, Blowjob McLeod, Tyler Reddick, and Bradley. Tyler Kes- Reddick got a headache and quit. Yeah. Uh, Bradley Keselowski finished 36th. Like I said, he finished 4th, uh, but apparently his car was underweight. So uh, it is what it is. Bad day for the Bradleys. Yes. Bad week for the Bradleys. Not good. Bradley Chubb gets traded. From the Broncos. <laughs> it was a good trade. Broncos won that trade. I'm just saying. And then Brad Kislowski gets disqualified from Martinsville. But um, my overall thoughts of the race, um, it was hard for me to st- – I was down in Georgia watching it at the uh, the place we stay at. And uh, are you really going to eat chips on this podcast? <laughs> I was just going to crunch one. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't give a shit. Make, make some noise. I don't you're talking. Yeah, trying to interrupt me. Because you always bitch about me interrupting. <laughs> um, where was I? Uh, the first, the first stage wasn't terrible. Uh, still a hard, very hard to pass. It took a long time for people to be able to pass. They were just kind of riding behind each other. Uh, you could hit somebody, but they just, they'd still just take it and keep going. Like you said, get the car pointed straight, downshift, and they on their way. Um, second stage was terrible. I mean, I feel like hardly any passing was done. Denny dominated it. Uh, and then stage three, it picked up again. Uh, Denny's pit crew fucked him over. And I will give Denny credit for this. He did not throw his team under the bus after the race. Um, takes a lot of, a lot of fortitude not to do that. Ross's car this weekend is sick. <laughs> that motherfucker is nasty. I can't wait for him to put that in the wall. That thing is <laughs> nasty. You guys need to go look at Ross's uh, paint scheme this weekend. That it's Advent a- Health scheme. That might be the, my favorite paint scheme all year. Trackhouse knows how to do it. That with motherfucker paint is gross. But, uh, yeah, I thought it, uh, Denny should have won the race. Uh, and obviously, the Ross move, we never would have got because he never would have had to do it. But, um,. You know, he lost track position on the last couple of pit stops, and uh, he tried to get back up there, but it's just too hard to pass. Uh, Christopher, a whole bunch of pit strategy. Christopher Bell, Adam Stevens called the right call, got the track position, did good on pit road to get him out front. And then at the end, he was the first car on fresh tires. Uh, he had a couple guys take two. I think Brad took two, didn't he? Uh, William Byron took two. Uh, Chase Briscoe stayed out with Cole Custer, and... Chase about won the damn race, about 10 to go. I was like, he got a chance. But uh wasn't meant to be for Chase. Just couldn't hold on. Too, the tires were too old at that point. Probably shouldn't have been in that position anyway, you know. No, he his like you said earlier, his pit crew messed him up in stage one, lost yeah. all his track position. And then he got lapped because if you're not out front, if you're mid-pack early in a stage, early on tires, you're, you ain't going to go nowhere. So, uh but I thought it was a, I agree, I thought it was like a C, C race before the last 20, 30 laps. And that last 20, 30 laps was very entertaining. I enjoyed it. No wrecking, no dirty moves by anybody, nobody spinning each other out. Just hard nose racing. Um, and I enjoyed it. Uh, I'd probably give it a, a B minus uh, just from the end of the race. I, guess I say this every time. The end of the race is what people are going to remember. Uh, a race by, and if you have a good finish to a race, remember. huh? It's what they're gonna remember. That's what I, is that what I said? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I've been up since like five o'clock this morning. Please bear with me. Um, that's what they are going to remember. 
if it's a good finish. They don't care what happens as much the last the first ninety eight percent of the race. But the last two percent is entertaining and fun. You're gonna have a good taste in everybody's mouth um, at the end of the day. So um, I leave a good taste in people's mouth all the that's time. Just, uh, Go ask your wife that. See if uh, she has the same. Yeah, she would. She would agree. <laughs> well, she's pregnant, so I didn't leave it in her mouth. Yeah, right you left it in other places. <laughs> oh, I hope it was me. <laughs> but uh, no, nah, I thought it was end of the race uh, really made it go even higher on my board. I give it a B minus. Um, and the 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 Ross move, it was just I couldn't believe it. It looked it looked like it was sped up. Um, for him to think about that in the heat of the moment. I, now I feel like he. I've heard rumors that he was he, he's practiced this before, but what scenario have you ever thought that you would need to do this at? So, uh, you know, coming off of two, his spotter or crew chief, whoever it was, just said, you need two spots here. I he need to pass two. two. Need two? Two here, bud. And he just put it in the and You can hear it as he's coming across. It's crazy, but uh, you got to give it to Ross, man. He is um he is one fearless motherfucker. Um. I don't think there's a more fearless race car driver in the garage to try some crazy shit like that just to get into the championship for Not even to win the championship, just to get it, give him a chance to win it uh, this, this upcoming weekend at Phoenix. So uh, I, I kind of agree with you on Denny. I'm not a, I'm not a Denny Hamlin fan, but I do kind of feel sorry for him. He, he deserves to win a championship by now. It just hadn't worked out for him this year. Looks like he was going to make it in to the last 200 feet <laughs> or – 500 feet, whatever it was, and uh, he doesn't make it. So, uh, just uh, through no through no fault of his own. No, no, he dominated the race. Should have won the race if his pit crew doesn't let him down and him lose positions at a track. Which with a car, not a track, with a car you cannot pass at at this particular track until you have a 80 lap yeah. old tires. Well, so Denny Hamlin did all he could. The story of just the came year. Up short. The story of the year for Denny Hamlin's going to be problems on pit road because you know loose oh, yeah, wheels fucked him over all year. Slow pit stops. I mean, yeah. if if they would have got their shit together before this race, he wouldn't have even. He'd already been locked in because of. I think he. Well, his pit crew is so weird. It's been so weird all it's year. It's either the fastest or the slowest. Exactly. I'm about to say when it doesn't really matter in the middle of the race, they gain them four or five positions. But when it comes down to the end of the race, when you need them to have just a solid stop, they fuck up. Yeah. I mean, he I, – I can remember countless races, you know, he loses four or five spots at the end of the race, and instead of finishing fifth, he finishes 12th. Or instead of winning the race, he finishes sixth. And then you think back to, like you said, Pocono. I mean, it was. it's going to be a, a story of, you know, what could have been this year for Denny because – you know, he didn't get off to a great start. Um, bad, you know, very bad start, wrecked actually. Wrecked a lot. Had problems on pit road. And then towards the middle of the season, started turning had things around. some bad around. runs. Like at Martinsville in the spring, yeah, he was He was just slow. Yeah. Um, but, you know, started turning it around. Pit crew kind of got it together. Um, won some races. Then got disqualified at Pocono. Had a decent, you know, start to the, the playoffs. And Where did he win at again this year? He won the Coke 600, mm-hmm. which was just a... Anybody Amazing race. race. It's crazy. Kyle Larson probably should have, or yeah. Chase Briscoe should have won it, but he won it. Or Ricky. Huh? <laughs> Craven. <laughs> yeah. um, Craven Morton. No. <laughs> <laughs> Drew Peacock. Um, but yeah, I mean, what he, I'm saying. Where did he win? Where, where's the other track he won at this year? 
He won at Charlotte. Richmond? Yep, Richmond. Yeah, he won the first Richmond race. Yep, you're right. Um, so he 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 didn't win another race, quote unquote, if you take Pocono out, after Memorial Day. Yep. That's crazy. But still should have been in the... Oh, I mean, he should have won a couple more races, no doubt. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just, it sucks. Um, but yeah, you, you brought up the Ross move. So we'll kind of move into into talking about that. Everybody's kind of already given their opinion. Ross and Rachel. Um, Why didn't they work out? Because that show sucked. <laughs> um, but uh, so if you didn't see the move, coming off of two, like he said. I think everybody has seen that move. Yeah. It's like the biggest viral NASCAR video ever. Uh, it was the number one play on SportsCenter. Yep. So whenever NASCAR is on SportsCenter, it's a good day. And when it's number one. It's the number one play on SportsCenter. They talked about it on Sunday Night Football. Um, so, it's impressive, to say the least. I mean, impressive. Uh, that's a that's an understatement. Most impressive. Yeah, it's, a, it's an understatement. Um, that uh, that move will will go down like the pass in the in grass. Infamy. It, it will be remembered like the pass in the grass. It will be remembered like the fight on the backstretch in the Daytona 500. And there's a fight! Um, Which technically the pass in the grass was not, was not a pass. pass. It was an anti, I'm going to block you. Yeah. Um, it sounded from good. From so. passing in the grass. <laughs> um, oh, excuse me. But, you know, it's going to be remembered like that. And it, it, it may be remembered as the greatest move in NASCAR history. And it, it probably should be. Um, it's up there for sure. Based on what was at stake and how it was done and the... the Improbable. The watermelon-sized balls it <laughs> took. The improbable nature of it um, is what makes it so remem- so memorable. Um, it's it's like David Tyree in the, the 2007 Super Bowl, you know, the catch on the helmet. Um, it's going to be remembered like that. It's going to be, especially if he wins the championship this weekend. Um, but, you know, he just... I know people have said they've tried that in video games. I've never even tried that. I mean, iRacing, I've never done it. Oh, I've tried it. I've never I've never thought to just pin it up against the wall. It's and, worked for me at some open. tracks, and it's worked at me. It, it hasn't worked. I have never, I have never even, th- it's never even been a thought to just pin it wide open on the, on the top and to see what happens. Um, the problem is with those old EA games, which I don't understand how Ross does this logic, because on, on, at least on NASCAR Thunder 04, when you pin it against the wall like that and just try to wall ride, you start the wall start trying to catch your back in, and you eventually just spin out. Yeah, and it stops you. But uh, maybe O five is different, but uh, I know O four. I don't think that actually works. Yeah, well, you know, it, let's try it real yeah. quick. Let's plug it in. I got it. <laughs> I got it right here. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was impressive. Um, I know there's a lot of talk right now um, on whether or not a penalty. Uh, or not a penalty, but a rule. A rule should be imposed to stop this going forward. And to be honest, I don't know the answer to that question. Yeah, it's I a, am torn. Yeah, I don't know because I, I get. I've heard both sides of this argument. You know, one side, Larry Max, on shame on NASCAR if they do this, if they do put a rule in place for this, this is what NASCAR all about. Guys going for it. Guys trying to you know win at all costs, get every point they can. This is what separates NASCAR from other sports. But then on the other hand, the Joey Logano situation, a lot of other people in the industry talking about, you know, 
we can't have this. You know, what if you try this at a track and it doesn't work the same way? It doesn't work like that, and he causes a big wreck and somebody gets hurt or, you know, at Martinsville or another track that's got, like, a gate over there on the outside wall. Like, Bristol's a good – I know Bristol has a gate. Uh, going into three, if he tries that at Bristol or somebody tries it at Bristol next year, and it he gets caught in the gate and he you know goes through, you know it could it could be a mess, but that's all what if. Um, so I I am like you, I am torn, but at the end of the day, I've I've said that these drivers understand when you put that helmet on, there's a risk that you might not come back. So I don't think there should be a rule. Until what I know, I've this is kind of me slapping my own hand by saying uh, argument I've said in the past about you know don't be reactive, be proactive to safety things with the, with this new car. But I think in this situation, I think you just need to let the drivers race and make their own decisions. You let them race and make their own decisions when it comes to payback. You hardly ever get involved anymore. If they want to try to wall ride into three and four, trying to get a couple spots to win a race. That's on them, and I feel like you don't need to pin these guys down in that way. Um, retaliation and wrecking people, I think they need to put a little harsher stance on that. But as far as this goes, trying to tell them how to drive at the end of these races, kind of, or what moves they can and can't do. I mean, they can lie and just say they're throttle hung or whatever, and they tried it. You can't. I mean, there's there's loopholes no matter what you do with this rule if you if you make it a rule. So. At the end of the day, I think you just you definitely leave it alone for Phoenix. You can't touch it till next year or till the off season. But I think I'm kind of I'm I'm kind of leaning towards Larry Mack. Let them race, man. They know that they know the dangers, um, and they know with this new car, it's even more dangerous. So I mean, it take I don't think hardly any people drivers will try that move that Ross Chastain does. Ross Chastain is crazy. In case you haven't figured that out yet. I don't think a whole lot of other drivers are going to try this move, especially not in this new car with all the safety concerns. And next year, it's going to be probably a little bit better, but it's not going to be as safe as the old car, which is a problem. But I think you just got to let them race, man. Let them do what they want. Um, I know it's you get stuck, you get stuck by the sword or the damn knife. Either way, it, it, you're going to you're going to there's consequences to both actions here. But I think you just. You just let them – don't make no rule yet and just kind of see how it plays out. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, on its face, I don't think there should be a rule because, um, in, in my opinion, the more rules, the worse uh, your series is. I think you should just let your boys go out there and do what needs to be done. I think in a perfect world, you would make the car and the track to where it wouldn't work. Um, yeah. So there's just no reason to do it. Yeah. Um, now, with that being said, I believe that if Ross tries that 100 times, 99% of the time it doesn't work. Um, I don't know about 99. It'd probably be like 75, I, Maybe, 25. maybe. I mean, I, more times than not, yeah, it's not going to work. Gonna work. Yeah, no. um, it is perfect the way he did it. Yeah, so I don't know how, like you said, I don't know how you would police that. Um, whether you make it to where if you know you're up against the wall, you can't make a pass. Uh, but the problem is Homestead, Darlington. You hit the wall, you know, scrape the wall. It's going to be you know a judgment call on whether or not you're quote unquote 
while riding. Um, so I don't I don't know what the rule would actually say. Um, I can't think of a scenario where you could you could police somebody from making a making a gain on the track like that. Um, also, like I said, I just don't, I don't think you should should take a play out of the playbook. Um, I, I like you said, these guys are professionals. They know the risks. Um, I think I think targeting in football is stupid because these guys. These guys know the risks. They're going out there to make a play. Now I understand a dirty hit is different, um, but well, I, I, these guys these guys understand that they're going to get hit. Yeah, yeah. Um, and if you ask, I played receiver. Um, if you ask receivers, they would much rather get hit high than get hit low, um, because tearing an ACL could be a career. Um, getting hit in the head might be a game or two. Um, you know, so. It's the same thing in this situation. These guys know the risks when they put the helmet on. There hasn't been a death in NASCAR since Dale Earnhardt in 2001. The cars are relatively safe. Now, I know that there's been some head injuries, but pretty much all of them are are due to rear-end collisions. Um, You should allow adults and professionals to make their own decisions. Now... When Ross goes in there and hangs it wide open and drives it up the fence and gets hurt, he made that decision for himself. Nobody made him do that. Um, you you have to let people do what they feel is is the right move. Um, I don't think that you can police somebody putting themselves in harm harm's way, which is why I think the targeting rule. And football is wrong because the targeting rule is to pretty much protect the defender um, from hurting himself. Um, I don't think you should be able to police somebody from themselves. Now, if something is a danger to someone else, yes, make a rule. But Ross Chastain made his decision to run the wall. If he gets hurt, ruins his race car, that's on him. Um, Now, if that's a danger to the other racers then we can can have an argument there but I don't think it is I can't think of a scenario where it will be um, until everybody starts doing it which like I yeah, said yeah I mean you see somebody do it and then the other guy tries to go up there and block them <laughs> then you got a problem yeah now but now if if you if you're trying to block Joey, that you're you're gonna wreck yeah if <laughs> which is dumb I'm on trying your to part. think of a car that that he passed whatever was it Joey or, uh, yeah, so. Who are you trying to? Uh, Joey. So Ross passes Joey right in the wall. So if Joey sees this coming, because next year when we go to Martinsville, there's not a rule. With one to go. Somebody's going to try it. Somebody's going to try it. Um, especially if. If it's Ross. <laughs> if it's Ross or. You know, so what if what if Todd Gillen's running fifth and there's only two seconds between him and the leader? A second and a half between him and the leader. If he well rides and nobody blocks him, he wins a race. Well, I think Kyle Busch would do it because he's done that on purpose before. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. So, if you're in third or fourth and you're not likely to win a race, Todd Gill and 
Ricky Stenhouse, you know, those kind of guys that are not likely to win a race. If they well ride, they can go out and win this race. So they're gonna they're gonna do it, which I don't blame them. Um, but but it's very it's it's it's, but it's low reward, high risk. Because if it doesn't work, you're fine. And you f- and you spin out, or just you just stop, or whatever, whatever happens. And you tear up your car in the process after having a top five run. Mm-hmm. Your owner's gonna be fucking pissed, and your whole team. Unless you're Justin Marks or somebody like that, where you're you know just go out and balls to the wall. But yeah. what I'm saying is, is they're gonna go out and do it. The guy that it's running in front of them knows they're gonna do it, so he's gonna do it too. And you know, I don't want to see. A last lap at Martinsville where everybody's just. That's what I'm scoring. saying, and that's the only reason I I think. That's the only reason I even consider a rule is because it's going to look really dumb if next year at the first Martinsville race we run 499 laps around the bottom and then on lap 500 of 500. Who says somebody doesn't try it with two or three to go? Well, you see what happens. Your car's fucked. You're not going to. I don't think. Just wall rod until your car stops. (laughs) Fair enough. But it's going to look really dumb when you got the whole field running. Doing that. What I will say with that, though, is make this car slightly bit to where if you do something like that, it ain't going to be good. But although if you do it on the last corner, the last lap, you're probably fine. But I'm saying NASCAR can innovate some of these things where as soon as you hit the wall, you blow, you know, you, you cut a tire down and you start losing speed. All, all and then nobody ever try it again. All they have to do. Just do something with the car. All they have to do is put a quarter-inch wheel spacer on the right side. That's all I have to do. That's all I have to do is put that right rear tire and right front tire a quarter-inch further to the right. That's all I have to do. Because if you hit the wall with that, your tire's blown. You're fucked. You're not going to do it. But the problem is... Yeah, tires you are hit fine, it on, weren't they? If you hit it on accident, you're going to blow a tire. Yeah. It's going to be more it's like, be like the Gen 6. Um, so yeah, his tires, his tires were completely up. There's no damage to the tire at all. All the damage was to the rim. But if you, um, because it's kind of, the outside of the tire is protected by, um, the car, number one, but the tire is more up and down. There's not that bulge, uh, that you saw on the, uh, the old car. Um, the sidewall kind of protruded away from the, the rim. Um, it, the tire doesn't do that anymore. It's a shorter sidewall, so it's a lot stiffer. It's more up and down. So the only thing I could say is go back to the smaller rim, but they're not going to do that. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, I think we kind of both agree that just leave it alone. I mean, I know you said, you know, maybe make a rule for it because of, you know, what we might see next year at the spring at Martinsville with the – uh with everybody riding the <laughs> the wall on the last lap, and that would not look good. But I say just make adjustments to the the, t- the tire or the car, one or the others, to where this won't work as well as Ross. No matter what you try to do and try to make it just like Ross's move, it won't work as well for next year. Instead of making another rule saying somebody can't just ride, it's almost like you can't ride the high line. I mean, I know you're running into the wall, but it's the high line. So, you know, I think it's, yeah, I just don't think you can take that risk of just kind of c- putting more rules on these guys and these teams 
Um, you want you want guys to be able to think they can go out there and give it their all and almost do anything they want to, as far as like trying to win the race, trying to get positions and stuff. And I feel like if you put a rule in place for this, you're taking away the driver's freedoms in that race car, and you don't need to do that. Let the drivers decide for themselves how they want how they want to finish their race, how they want to race their race car, how they want to race the track at the end. So, at the end of the day, I say leave it alone. I know I can hear both sides of this story, or both sides of this argument, but I say leave it alone and let the drivers do what they want to do as far as taking it to the limit and what their limits are because every driver is different when it comes to that type of thing. Yep. What's next? <laughs> That's a good question. I think it's Ty Gibbs. It is. Geez, go from positive to um, negative. Yeah. Uh, so you want to start or you want me to start? Fuck that guy. <laughs> okay, um, you're starting. <laughs> I'm going to go on a quick rant so here. So t- tell everybody what happened. The dude's a bitch. Um, <laughs> That's not what happened. Well, it is also the case. Yeah. Um, so Brandon Jones needs to win the race to get into the play- or the final round. It's uh, Xfinity race, by the way. Ty Gibbs has already advanced. Ty Gibbs is running. He's had the best car all day. Yeah, no he lie. He did. He did. Uh, but Brandon Jones leading the race. And as suspected, there's 45 wrecks at the end of the Xfinity race. Uh, they keep swapping the lead back and forth because some Brandon Jones moves the f- 54, you know, 54, the 54, and the 54 moves, the moves the 19, and then there's a caution, so they have to go back to the loop, and they did this three or four times. The 19 moves 54 again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So on the last restart, the 19s win in the race. They get the white flag, so the race is over. Get the next flag. They drive into one, and Ty Gibbs decides to use Brandon Jones as a brake and uh, drives straight through him, spins him out. Brandon backs it in the fence. Costum comes out. 54 wins a race. 54 proceeds to do the biggest dur- burnout you've ever seen at any race ever. Gets out of the car. Of course, the whole crowd's booing. Uh, they start chanting, uh, Thank you, Grandpa. Ty Gibbs does the Kyle Bush waves on the booze. Um, he says um, he didn't mean to wreck him, but he meant to move him to win the race. That you know, he, he's out there to win the race. He did what he needed to do. Um, goes into his post-race press conference. Says that Jesus was hated too. Um, I mean, the, the kid's just tone deaf. He has no self-awareness, um, which is what happens when you grow up rich, um, when you grow up with no consequences, when you don't grow up, you know, having to take responsibility for, for any of your actions. Um, it's obvious that Ty Gibbs has never, ever, ever had any repercussions for any things that he's ever done. Um, whether that's as far as racing goes, I'm I'm saying in life, um, okay. it's it's obvious because you know he never got his ass beat for taking a cookie before dinner. Um, if he wanted that cookie, he got it. He got it. Yeah, it, it's just there was no. It's clear that he has never had any repercussions, and you can look back at his whole career, 
everything he's ever done is because he wanted to do it. There's no, well, how is this going to affect anybody else? And he knows what he's doing. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to him. He does not care. He does not have any sympathy or empathy for anybody else. He don't have to work on that car. He don't have to work on the car. He He doesn't give a fuck what Brandon Jones thinks. He doesn't give a fuck what the other race car drivers think. Because which that is not a problem, but you can't go out there and do what the stuff he's type the no, stuff he's doing. But like Joe Logano's the same way, and he don't give a shit what anybody in the garage thinks of him. But he's raced with respect before. Yes, he doesn't just go out there and wreck you. Yeah. Um. Now I know you people bring up Darlington. He didn't wreck William Byron. He moved him. I think he wrecked. Him. He moved him. <laughs> he put him in a fence, but he didn't. He didn't wreck him on purpose. He does. If that wall ain't there, Boy and Byron doing the exact same thing. <laughs> eh, maybe, maybe. But what I'm saying is, and Joey has paid his dues. Joey is has shown his ability to pass people. Joey has shown his ability to race cleanly. He doesn't do it every time, and he do, and he gets out of the car and says, "Hey, it's what I did. He he roughed me up. I roughed him up." He owns it when he does something stupid. Now, if Ty Gibbs would have got out of the car and said, hey, I wrecked him to win the race. It is what it is. Fuck Brandon Jones. I still would have disagreed with the move, but at least I would have respected him standing up for what he did instead of him getting out of the car and saying, oh, my bad. I didn't mean to wreck him when everybody knows he meant to. Well, you can't say that you wrecked him on purpose because then NASCAR's going to get involved. NASCAR ain't going to do shit about that. I think if you say you wrecked him on purpose, I think, yeah. I think you will get in trouble. Maybe. That's the Denny Hamlin, William Byron situation. But all over again. Um it's just it's stupid. Um again, when you look at it like the Ross Chastain deal, part of me believes there should be a rule where you can't wreck the guy at the end of the race to win. But part of me also believes you need to let these drivers race. So when it comes down to it, I, I know I've said this on this podcast before, hockey's one of my favorite sports. And the, and the reason hockey's one of my favorite sports is because the players police themselves. If you go in there, I'll just use Nathan McKinnon. He's, I know a lot of you guys don't watch hockey if you're listening to this podcast, but Nathan McKinnon is the best player on the Colorado Avalanche. He's one of the top five players in the NHL. And in the NHL, you don't run after the star. You don't go and hit. You don't You do not do dirty shit to the star. Now, if you want to go out there and rough up the fourth line fucking left wing, that's fine. But you don't go after the star. So if you do go after the star, you know you're going to have somebody coming after you. Um, and I think NASCAR needs to be the same way. Um, Austin Hill, uh, Myatt <laughs> Snyder. Um <laughs> You need you need to be able to police yourselves. So I think Brandon Jones, he's not going to do this, but if I'm running side by side Ty Gibbs at Phoenix, if I'm Brandon Jones, I am I am wrecking him on purpose. All you gotta do is get loose. Just ah, fight the car, fuck. boop. I don't give a I will Matt Kinseth his ass. I do not care. It's gonna happen. It's going to happen. If I'm Brandon Jones. Oh, yeah. If I'm because Brandon Jones, I would have got out of my car and beat his ass on the front stretch. What what Noah Gragson said at the end of the race. He was interviewed, and he brought it up himself. He went, I don't even think he was asked about it. 
He might have been asked about the move. I know he said uh, Ty Gibbs Racing. I mean, Joe Gibbs Yeah, racing. he said Ty Gibbs Racing. <laughs> I mean, Joe Gibbs Racing. But he said, he said, I know that if that was me, he would not be celebrating in victory lane right now. We'd be having some extracurricular activities. <laughs> and similar to Denny Hamlin. I'm not a huge Noah Graxon fan, but I'm starting to like him more and more. Um, now, he still does some stupid shit. Oh, yeah. Um, which I'm that. not going to say he doesn't. But um, Come on to Noah Train. Uh, he got uh, one more spot. Like I said, when I can't remember when Ty Gibbs wrecked somebody else or somebody wrecked Ryan somebody. Ryan Sieg, you wrecked Ryan Sieg I at s- Las Vegas. I said um, he ain't going to do that in Xfinity, or he he would not do that to certain people. Is what I what I said, if I remember correctly. There's you talking about Ty Gibbs? There was somebody that wrecked somebody on purpose, and I said I, I think it might have been Bubba. I said he's not doing that to Tony Stewart. He's oh not, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not doing that oh, to yeah, Newman. Yeah. He's yep. not doing that to Carl Edwards. Carl Edwards. He's not doing that to now Austin Hill. <laughs> um, so, Brandon Jones, you, you have to stick up for yourself here. So, if you just kind of lay over, and it, if you don't see Ty Gibbs on Sunday, it is what it is. Saturday. Or Saturday. It is what it is. But if I'm Brandon Jones, I'm fighting him on Saturday at Martinsville. I'm going to see if I can fight him on Sunday when we get back to Charlotte. If I run into him at the fucking store, well, you'll be Monday? there, at Charlotte, before he does, because he had, he's got the cup race to race. Whenever I see him, <laughs> it's gonna be on site, <laughs> all right. And and if I see him again this weekend, I'm wrecking his ass. It's just it is what it is. You got nothing to lose. You're going to a new team next year. Ty Gibbs going to the Cup Series probably next year. Yeah. Um, how much you want to bet? How many? How, how, do you think Joe Gibbs or somebody from JGR has talked to Brandon Jones this week and be like? Hey man, yeah, probably. Please don't. Probably. <laughs> I'm sure they have. If I'm Brandon Jones, I'm telling I don't you give to a kiss my kiss ass. Kiss my ass. Which, when in return, will probably mean they're gonna fuck with his car. So what I do? Wait a lap. Do the Jeff Gordon. I mean, I, I'm just saying. I would. Just, yeah, man, it's fine. I'm not gonna do anything, and then go out in the race and fucking do it. That's all you got to do if you're Brandon Jones. Okay, yeah, I understand he you know, he made a mistake and then go out there and yeah, I made a mistake this time and put his ass in the fucking wall is what I would do. Yeah. Um Me being an idiot, I'd wreck him on purpose the first time. I'd I saw just get him. loose. I can't you can't just I'd up write turn up his him. ass. I'd t- you I'm can't do that him, though. I would. You can't. I would. Well that's why you're not an ass car driver. I, I know I said <laughs> I know I said and, and this is me being hypocritical, and I'm being honest about that. I understand that. I, I said when Bubba did it that you can't do that. Phoenix, a little different story than than uh, Vegas. You saying you hooking them down the straightaway? I would not do that. <sighs> All you got to do would is be go into the corner, overdrive it like it he be, did, it and would be, throw and dump his ass and hit the wall. It would He's be done. It would be very difficult not to. I'm not saying I would, but I would understand it. Um I'll say this. He should not do that. Um, but <laughs> let's change something. Let's change the but, wording a little bit. But he needs he needs to wreck him. He needs to. If he does for his for his career, he needs to. If he does not do this, people will walk on over him for the rest of his career. And I, Brandon Jones is soft. I'm not going to say he's out. He's the guy that you need to be worried about. He's not Austin Hill. A fight between him and William Byron. Who wins? Uh, probably Brandon Jones, but not by <laughs> a lot. I mean, it's, it's going to be close. Man, you think William Byron is a bitch. He is. He <laughs> is. He's four foot 11, 200, 
ounces. I can't wait for us to meet him one day, and then I'm gonna tell him all I'm this sure shit. He, I'm sure he's a nice guy. He he, um, he likes Clemson. Does he? Yep. Oh, he's an idiot. He's a Clemson fan. Uh, I thought he was a Liberty fan. Well, he went. Well, yeah, but I mean, as far as like, he's an idiot. Popular. The he's kid's like, an he's idiot. He's a Clemson fan. Um, but uh, uh, there's something about these Toyota drivers that I just don't like them. I hate Toyota. They are Toyota. I said that. I'm gonna get a shot. One of the when we, when the spot when we start this podcast next year, I'm gonna get a couple branded shirts. Y'all be able to buy them whenever we get to that point next year. And one of the shirts will say "Fuck Toyota." Yeah. And you will be able to buy it. Yeah. But um, Ty Gibbs, you're a baby back bitch. Um, I really, I think I'm more mad at Ty Gibbs right now than I was at Bubba a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, um, sorry, you done? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> See, um, so I wasn't surprised on Saturday. I was very upset. I was very upset. The, it, the race was really good. You had a lot of messiness there at the end. Um, you had Justin and AJ trying to kill each other out there, but it was all clean. They never wrecked each other. They tried. Yeah, they tried. But uh, it was all clean, trying to fight for that fourth playoff spot if Brandon Jones wins the race. Or not not even if Brandon – well, yeah, if Brandon Jones wins the race, it doesn't matter. They're still fighting for that last playoff spot because Ty Gibbs won the race, most of the race, and he had the best car. Um, And then after that, I knew I knew he was going to do that. I was like, Ty Gibbs is about to dump his ass right here coming out of – going into one here. And sure enough, he did. I thought he'd move him. I didn't think he was going to Oh, I knew. Him. I thought he'd dump him. I thought he'd dump him. Um, Ty Gibbs – is he's still a young guy, and I'm sick of all the excuses. He's about to be in the Cup Series next year. The excuses have to fucking stop. Because when he when he did the same mayor thing at Martinsville earlier in the year, he's young, I got to learn. Even the Ryan Seek thing, I shouldn't have done that. And even when it happened, he's like, he, he, he ran into me. and uh, Totally off. Like he's just fucking off in left field here. Then the Sam Mayer thing. Then you had... The he did good through the summer. I'll give you that. He did good through the summer. He beat Kyle Larson at um, Road, Road America. America clean. He passed him clean. Very impressed. Good job, Ty Gibbs. I remember when he wrecked fucking Daniel Hemrick or wrecked the caused the big wreck at Talladega because he's flipping him out, flipping him off uh, down the backstretch. Although Ty says he wasn't, he was trying to get in line or some type of bullshit, which I don't know. I don't know how much I believe that. Um. And then with the Texas thing with Ty Dillon, it's just like, when does it? And then the Eric Jones thing with uh, at Texas as well. So Ty Dillon, he he detaches his brain from the floor from his head and puts it on the floorboard sometimes, and he just doesn't think about what's going on. He looks at him himself alone. That is it. He don't give a shit about nobody else. And I'm not saying when you're in the race car you should care about your other competitors in in the way of, oh, I'm gonna let him go or I'm gonna you know I'm not gonna do this to him. You know, I'm not saying you know give him positions or be nice to him, but you don't just fucking wreck him like that. Because him and Brandon were going back and forth. They were kind of beating and banging left you know on restarts trying to get position. But you understand Brandon Jones is your teammate. He is trying to win the race to get into the you championship play four. To win the race. <laughs> you play. You drive to win the race. You race to win the play. Or that too, yeah. But um, and Ty Gibbs has already advanced up to this point. Now I don't know if he knows that at this point, but he knows his point situation. He does. 
before. He knows, he knows he's clearly good finishing second to Brandon Jones. He's going to make the championship four. So what bothers me is his teammate, that's his grandpa's car that could get a chance at winning a championship. I'm not saying you want him to make it for him to beat you next week. I mean, you're going to race him hard if he makes it next week. But you can't just fucking wreck his ass. Like you said, you, he used him as a brake pedal. That's bullshit. I feel like in that situation, you and, and NASCAR has got their hands tied behind their back because you can't like disqualify him. I mean, you could, but that'd be unprecedented. No, no, you don't disqualify him, and that's what I'm saying. These guys need to take care of it themselves. If, but the, if I'm Brandon Jones, is, I'm the getting pro- out on the front stretch and beating his ass. That's the problem, though. A lot of these drivers do not do anything. Soft and baby shit. They just talk about it. They ain't gonna do it to me. They, I'm just, I'm just you, saying they, they would. Not I, I do understand. That to me. I understand. But if you let these guys handle it themselves and they never get handled. Well, guess what, then? It's going to happen again. Okay, well, it's if you're a team again. owner, quit hiring little bitches and fucking hire Tony Stewart's hey. and Ryan Newman's hey. and Carl Edwards's I'm and not, Matt Kenseth's and people and Joey Logano's. I'm not arguing that. I'm quit just saying. Quit hiring fucking Brandon Jones. End of the day, Ty Gibbs, what he did was clearly, clearly fucking dirty. And if, I've already said this. I, if I was Brandon Jones, he wouldn't have been able to. He, as soon as he got out of his car, I would have thrown his ass to the fucking pavement. As soon as he's going out doing all this shit, I would have ran over there and thrown him to the ground. Yeah. Or something like that. So I might have shot him. <laughs> with what? I don't know. Shoot it through the window. <laughs> I'm sure they don't fucking pat him down before they get in the car. I put a fucking Glock on the hip. <laughs> Can you imagine Brad Jones? T- he's doing all this and Brad Jones just toes and throws him down. I, I, I would That'd be the best thing ever. I would drop kick him. Uh, I'm yeah. telling you. <laughs> but let me ask you this. All right. Uh-huh. Last, this is the last thing I'm going to say on this subject. If, if he runs up, if the 54 bumps him, moves him up the track, wins a race, mm-hmm. do you have a problem with it? No. I don't. I'm conflicted. No, I, I don't have a problem. Because Brandon started it. Let's be clear. Brandon started it on the third to last restart, whatever it was. He moved the 54 out the way. All right. Passed him. Let me rephrase. You don't. don't. Should he? Would you have? If if me and you were teammates and I'm winning the race, you're already in. I have to win to make it. You're running second. And you've already bumped me out the way twice. I've already bumped you out of the way twice. Would you move me to win the race? I probably would. <laughs> I would think about it. I I probably would. I probably would because if you do it to, now, if you if we ain't touched all day, I wouldn't do that. If if like you know, I might give you a little slight bump off of you know out of, but it's not nothing crazy. It's just get you loose so I can get a little bit of a run and we be side by side coming off the corner. That's what I do. I'm I'm really conflicted on this because but you 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 I don't want I don't want any driver to ever. Not try to pass somebody. I know because and that's, and that's, that's the hundred percent rule that NASCAR is talking about. And that's where I'm conflicted because you got your own race team. You 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 race for those guys. You don't race. I mean, you yes. do race for the owner, but you need to give everything you have to try to win a race. It don't matter who's in front of you. Personally, I agree. Yes, I wouldn't it's, wreck them. Obviously, it's my I would job. Not wreck you. It is no. my job to go and win the race. Yeah. But 
I would expect a little more respect out of a teammate. I don't. I'm not saying I'd wreck you. I'd try to pass you though, especially if you've bumped me <laughs> twice already. I've only bumped you once. I got one more left in a tank for you. Yeah, I know, and and that's where I'm conflicted is because like I I don't blame you for thinking that way, and I would not blame you. I would not have blamed Ty Gibbs for doing it. I just don't know if it is the correct way to do it. I think I think if it's a teammate and he you you got to look at There's what's a, at stake. I understand. You got to understand that Ty Gibbs you do not need to win this race. Brandon Jones has to. Yeah. He has to. So you can't take it personal that he's moving you. You can't. No, I'm not taking it personal, but you've done it. I know. <laughs> I know. But I don't know. What I'm going to say is if 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 I was the best car all day, I dominated the race, and then that stuff happens, you're my teammate. I'm not going to wreck you like Ty Gibbs did. But I'm not just going to give you the win. I feel like I deserve this win more than you do because I have led way more laps. I got a better car than you. The only reason why you're close to me is because of cautions and restarts. And you've done bumped me out the way twice. I've only got you once. I have the best car. I've dominated the race. I'm going to try to win this damn thing. I'm not going to just give you the race. That's my thing. If if I Now, if I'm not the best car and I've been running 10th all day and then I get, you know, some lucky restarts, get some good restarts here and there and you've and you've been leading the race or something or you've been up there, maybe not. Maybe I run second to you because I haven't deserved, I haven't been up there all day. I'm just happy to be where I'm at. But in Ty Gibbs situation, if he just bumps Brandon Jones out the way and passes him and wins the race, I don't have any problem with it just because Ty Gibbs had the best car all day. He deserved to win the race, but the way he did it was ridiculous. And I don't know. Uh, Joe Gibbs has said we're going. He's going to have consequences to his actions. We'll fucking prove it. You know, I'd like to. You know, he don't have. They don't have to do it externally. They can do it internally. Where whatever that is, but the boy needs to have a sit down and needs a chewing out. He needs an ass whooping. Or an ass whooping. Because, and Brandon Jones needs to give it to him. Well, if even if it doesn't, when he goes in the Cup Series this year or next year, he'll learn. The first time he does this to somebody, well, somebody who, legit. Who's going to fight him? I mean, you think about the Cup Series. His fucking teammate might fight him. Then he beat that. Well, old Denny would. Yeah. I don't know about new Denny. Mm-hmm. He's a car, car owner Denny would not. I don't think. Probably not. Now, I think. Kyle Busch will fight him. Yeah, I don't know. Especially taking his car. <laughs> we, hadn't, we hadn't seen physical Kyle Busch in a while. Since 2017? Yeah, it's been a minute. It's Joey, years. we hadn't seen physical Joe. We hadn't seen a lot of Cup Series fights. Well, no, Joey, Joey and Denny went at it a couple years ago at Martinsville. When it was jo- when it was Denny's 18? fault, nineteen. They fought. Yeah, remember they were walking away and they were dis- and then Joey pushed him in the shoulder and he walked away and Denny tried to get after him and then, I mean, it really wasn't a fight, but the crew got slammed through Denny I'm, across yeah, the all pit I'm road. Is you don't see it. No, you don't see it that lot. And there's not a lot of guys that you can think of that but, are, that are those guys. But I'm saying if you're Ty Gibbs and you think you can get away with half the shit that he does in the Xfinity Series well, and the Cup Series, he will not finish half not gonna, the races well, he's next not year. Run up front. 
He's not. He's not going to run up front. Even make mid, mid-pack cars. You can't do that shit in the Cup Series. To certain people. Listen, do that shit to Michael McDowell. See where it gets Michael you. Michael McDowell going to beat that ass. See where, see where that gets Kevin you. Kevin Harvick going to beat that ass. Yeah. But there's they're few and far between. Now, that's all. That's Eric Amarola. Don't mess with him. He's a, he's a borderline, but I don't think you, you know, you don't want to dump Eric Amarola. Well, he works out. He's in good shape. He can probably throw a punch. Not Austin Hill punch, but he can throw a punch. <sighs> I don't know. I, it's just. Brad Keselowski. Well, yeah, you can mess with him. Fuck no, him. No, Brad'll, Brad'll no, he won't. Him. He won't do a damn thing. Brad'll fight you. He fought, he's been in a couple. He'll fight a couple. He'll fight a couple. Krispy Kreme donuts. About the only thing he'll he's, fight. He is an owner too. You got to realize this. But he's been in. He's been in some. Bubba will fight you. <laughs> his own teammate next. Yeah, oh no, it won't be his, his manufactured teammate. Yeah, I mean, I don't know about that. Fuck Bubba, but um, yeah, I mean, it, what if it's between Ty Gibbs or race between Ty Gibbs and Bubba Wallace next year? Who are you gonna cheer for? I think I'm gonna turn TV off. Yeah, <laughs> I probably will too. I'm gonna cheer for Bubba. I I I, I said this. When did I say this on Saturday? I think I'm a. I think I'm gonna cheer for Ty because I think Ty is a better race car driver. No, I'm gonna cheer for Bubba. I think I said this to you on Saturday after the race happened. I said, it's official. I hate Ty Gibbs more than, more than Kyle Busch. Kyle Busch. Yep. And I hated Kyle Busch for so long. I hated him. Hate's a strong word, but I did Fuck not like that guy. dude. I wish he'd break his neck. I wish he'd broke his neck back in the day, at, you know, going into a wall or something. I really did. Instead I hated of both him. of his legs, it's just neck. His neck. You know, I did up. not like him. That's fucked up. But... Now that he's joining Chevy next year and that obviously Ty is going to take the 18 car, if it's the race between him and Kyle Busch, I'm going to cheer for Kyle Busch. And the only time I have ever cheered for Kyle Busch in my adulthood, not 2000 Hendrick, not Hendrick days, from Toyota from 2008 till now, the only time I ever cheered for Kyle Busch was at Martinsville in 2017. When Denny Hamlin dumped Chase Elliott, and it was between Denny and Kyle, and I said, "Kyle, you better win this fucking race. Don't let this fucking punk win this fucking race." From what Denny did to Chase, but Ty has is has has got the has got the crown now. I officially hate Ty Gibbs more than Kyle Busch. Me too. So, um, and with Kyle joining Chevy next year. If Kyle Busch wins, I might not have that big of a problem with it. I'm not still going to cheer for him to win a race, but I'm going to cheer for him more than almost every Toyota out there. So, Ty Gibbs, he needs a, he needs an ass-whooping or a butt-chewing. <laughs> Hello. One or the other. Because he does this shit in the Cup Series next year, it's going to be a bad day at the office for him. We shall see. Um, one quick... Uh, Update on Jimmy Johnson. Well, you get to that. Um, the what might be greatest NASCAR driver of all time. Uh, of course, he's been IndyCar racing the past few years. Um, coming back to NASCAR in a different light. Uh, he's bought into Petty GMS, uh, so he is a part owner of the 42 and the 43 car now. Um, apparently he's also going to be running a select race or two um, next year in the Cup Series. Uh, so um, should be interesting See, seeing that uh, Jimmy, he, it's been a couple years since he's been in the Cup Series, and 
We're going to have another owner-driver, um, another young owner uh, getting invested in the sport, um, which is good. Uh, it's it's good that, you know, some of the older guys, you know, a lot of my generation and the generation before me grew up or uh, got into NASCAR watching uh, is going to stay invested in the sport. Uh, that that name recog recognition is there. Um on the ownership side, I know I talked about this either last week or the week before with Tony Stewart. Um, so it's good to see that uh, that Jimmy is going to be invested. I do believe that at the very least he's going to run two races. The two races that I think he'll run uh, pretty much no doubt are going to be the Coke 600. And I think he's going to try to make uh, the all-star race as well. Um at the very least. Now, he might try the Daytona 500. He'll probably do, do a road course or two. That's what I was saying. Um, I think he'll do maybe a road course. But I'm pretty sure he's going to try to do the double. I think he'll uh, attempt the Indy 500 uh, and Coke 600. Uh, it's been since Kurt Busch, I think, was the last person that did it in 2014. Um, and uh, I, th I think he'll do it, um, which is – cool uh, because he'll have an opportunity to win both of those races I think yeah. those petty GMS cars are good enough to to win uh, the 600 and uh, you know he's in a Ganassi car um, for the the Indy 500 um, he'll be um, in contention for that as well so um, it, it's cool to see I was never a huge Jimmy fan I never really hated him I just got tired of watching him win um, but uh, he's good for the sport. He's good for auto racing as a whole. Um, like I said, it's good that he's um, reinvesting in the sport. It's good to have um, drivers um, of yesteryear uh, stay invested in the sport um, to uh, to keep that that fandom uh, going. Um, I will I'll be rooting for him. I hope he does well in in the Cup Series as both a driver and an owner. Yeah, this this news uh, broke uh, Wednesday, and it's a it's it's a big it's big big announcement. Um, anytime a former NASCAR champ, especially a seven-time champ like Jimmy Johnson, comes back to the sport after leaving it, um, as far as a full-time driver, it's it's big. And you've seen all these drivers in the past couple of years get ownership stakes in NASCAR. You see with Denny with twenty three eleven, we saw it with Brad. Uh, with uh, RFK, see it with Jeff Gordon. I know he's not racing full time anymore, but he's going to be the the uh, what's it called the protege protege of Rick Hendrick when he steps down, or you know, God willing, if he you know passes on or whatever, it'll be Jeff Gordon's team, and uh, Jimmy wants a piece of that pie as well, and uh, it's huge. It's huge. It gives Jimmy Johnson Jimmy Johnson fans that when he retired left the sport. It gives them a reason to maybe tune in and watch again and cheer for Petty GMS, uh, especially with him and Richard Petty kind of, quote-unquote, teaming up. Um, four, that's 14 championships combined <laughs> yep. with those two. So that's that's a big deal. Uh, it's it, it's nothing but good uh, good news for NASCAR. Yeah. Um, anytime you get somebody like that back, it's big. And if all you need now is Dale Jr. to get a damn charter, and get in the Cup Series, and you're going to have, in six, seven years, you're going to have Jimmy Johnson as an owner, you're going to have Dale Jr. as an owner, you're going to have Jeff Gordon as an owner, you're going to have Brad Keselowski as an owner, 
and I wouldn't be surprised if Kyle Busch gets RCR eventually. You know, I, I don't know. Probably not. That'd be a Dylan. You think it'd be a Dylan? Yeah. But either way, I mean, that's 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 big names yeah. that were race car drivers only, that are now going to be owners. The only thing I can say with the the Brad Keselowski new, the uh, team is that uh, Jack Roush fucked himself. That should be a Mark Martin uh, or Matt Kenseth. Uh, you think lineage there, but um, it is good uh, that it's Brad, but it it, it should have been somebody else. But do you think once Jack fully either he passes on or he just says, "All right, saw you now, Brad and Fenway or whatever," do you think Brad would bring on one of those guys to help him out? Um, it won't be Carl. <laughs> no, <it's laughs> it could uh, be Mark. Well, Mark is still involved uh, with the Roush. Organization you sure after Las Vegas there, here and there, um, the I think Brad will do it himself, um, but uh, yeah, it's hard to say. It wouldn't surprise me, but I think Brad. It's gonna be a. It's gonna be Brad Keselowski, Fenway Racing or Fenway Keselowski Racing or something like that. Because um, you know, I I don't know. If they ever released, you know, if it's a 33, 33, 33% ownership or whatever it is. Uh, but I think Brad is already um, more of a majority owner than than what people might realize. Um, I don't know if he owns 50%, 75%, 40%. I don't know what the number is. Uh, but I think it's pretty high, and and the reason I think that is because uh, the news that they were the leading candidate for Dodge uh, to come back, and I know for a fact that if it was Jack Roush's decision, uh, that would not be happening uh, because he's a Ford guy through and through. He's been a Ford guy for a hundred years, um, so if it was his decision, whole whole stop, it wouldn't have been. But would you still cheer for Roush? <laughs> if they would if they would if they go to Dodge, no, probably not. Damn. Yeah. Who I, would you be then? I think I'd have to be a Penske fan. Oh, God. Um, either Penske or you know front row or somebody like Stuart Haas. Um, I'd have to pick another Ford team. Um, Damn. You actually it, win more though. Yeah. I would. <laughs> but you know, back to the Jimmy Johnson thing. I mean, it's 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 cool that he's getting invested in the future of the sport. Um, I think uh, when you when you look at the product on the track, I I think this can only be good news for Eric Jones and, and oh, yeah. Noah Gragson, yep. um, especially you know since he's going to be racing too. So, um, wonder what number they're going to use. I'm trying to think. Forty-four, forty-four, forty-five. I, I doubt they I doubt they'll run forty-five because that's that's Adam's number. Um, no, that's. Kyle ran it after that's Adam. gonna be that's gonna be Tyler Reddick's number. Yeah, you're right. Even even if car. it wasn't even if it wasn't available yeah. or even if it was available, that was they, Adam's yeah, number. Yeah, they probably wouldn't use it. So I don't I don't. Think I think it's gonna be 44. I think 44 is probably right because that's they ran that with. Uh, I think they ran that with Kyle. At one point. It was the Kyle Hot Wheels car. It was Kyle's number until Adam died, and then Adam. Then Kyle took the 45 over when Adam died. Yeah, I think Kyle ran the Hot Wheels car in the 44. He did. 
but they also ran the 44 with Brian Scott, I think, was the last person to drive that car. Oh, God, that car was terrible. Yeah, but they uh, – yeah, yeah, I think right. that was the last person. But um, nothing but good news for the, for the GMS Petty guys. Um, so it, it'll be interesting to see. And I wonder how much of a ownership stake Jimmy Johnson actually has. I think it'll be. I think it's lower than. I don't. I don't think it's much. I think it's like fifteen, twenty percent. Yeah, because you already got GMS and Richard RPM already, and then now you get Jimmy Johnson involved. Yeah. Like it can't be more than fifteen, twenty. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's a ton. Now it might lead up to that. Yeah. It might be GMS Johnson one day, once Richard Petty, you know, yeah. again passes on, <laughs> or whatever happens with RPM. But it's, it's huge. It's huge for the sport. It's nothing but. Uh, like I said, good news for NASCAR. Gets more people and attention out there um, to get more fans back in NASCAR that were Jimmy Johnson fans. So we'll just have to see where that goes. Um, it'll be huge uh, next year to see what two races Jimmy Johnson does run. I think I think definitely one will be a road course just because of all of his IndyCar experience the past couple of years. And I probably agree with with you uh, with the Coke 600. I think Coke 600 is definitely on the table for him to do the the double for the Indy 500 and the Coke 600. But uh, we'll just have to see um, where that uh, all plan plays out. But uh, got a bit of a long podcast here today. But uh, we'll go ahead and get into the Attaboy segment. So let's roll that right now. Attaboy. 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 What do you got for Attaboy this week? Well, it's pretty obvious. Uh, it's going to be... Brad Keselowski for uh, getting the, uh, disqualified. Yes. It was actually... I was thinking about picking him until that news came out. Um, it's um, it's going to be difficult to pick anybody in Christopher Bell. Um, C. Bell, you know, I mean, he's uh, he's a modern day closer. He's taken over that from uh, Kevin Eugene Harvick. Um, what uh, what what sponsor does he have? Um, <laughs> Dewalt. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy John's. Um, well, I thought you were talking about C. Bell there. Um, uh, Harvick. Ooh. Uh, but yeah, I mean, whenever you. Uh, Whenever you hit a walk-off like that, um, it's hard to pick anybody else. Uh, hey, who didn't hit a walk-off with the damn Phillies last night? They didn't hit a damn ball. No, they did not. They got no hit. But they are still winning 2-1. to one. No, no one in the World Series. 2-2 two two now there, bud. Is it? Yeah, they two. I thought it was tied it up. I thought it was 2 nothing, and then they won. I thought Houston won their first game last night. Uh, uh-uh. Go Phillies, because fuck the, the Astros. Cheating SOBs. Um... But yeah, I mean, there really ain't much else to say uh, on on Christopher Bell's front. But attaboy for for going out there and winning it. I think you have the third best car to win this championship this this weekend. So, mm. okay, interesting. I thought you'd say first. Nah. Um, right. my attaboy is going to be go going to be going to go to Ty Gibbs for right now. <laughs> For wrecking, no. Attaboy, Austin Hill. Yeah, I should. That fucking, that fucking Glock Glock Master 3000 laid on Myatt Snyder. That was a fucking, 
Fight Night Round 3. That was bad. Mortal Kombat. Finish him. I might be stupid here. Yeah, you are. (laughs) I did not know that Myatt Snyder was uh, Marty Snyder's son. son. You big dummy. (laughs) I did not know that. Yes, sir. I had no idea. I just thought he just had the same same name as Marty Snyder. Mm Mm-hmm. That's crazy. So I learned that today as I listened to the uh, the Dale Jr. download. But uh, anyways, my attaboy from the past weekend is going to go to, obviously, Ross Chastain for having the brass watermelon balls to do what he did on the last lap. To He was down by two points to Denny. He said, fuck. He had no regard for human life and just wall ride three and four and pass five cars, including Denny Hamlin, to rub it in his face, I guess. And uh, he made a championship four, and I think he's got a very good shot at winning this championship this weekend at Phoenix. He was very fast here in the spring. I knew he can't take a whole lot from this race in the spring because it was so fucking long ago. But he did finish second. And I think he's got a lot of momentum built from that move. And I think he's going to very he's gonna show up this weekend with a very good chance of winning the championship. So, Ross Chastain, got some big kahunas. You're fucking crazy. You're a lunatic. At a boy for getting it done when you needed to. This week's segment of You Can't Do That. You can't do that. Who can't do that this week? Ty Dillon, Cody Ware, Daniel Suarez, Carson Josevar, Denny Hamlin, Noah Gregson. Jesse Uji, Trent Davis, you can't do that. You can't do that. What can't you do? Ross Chastain can't do that. What? <laughs> Who can't so do I'm that? Go, I'm going first. Yeah. Okay. Um, my, you can't do that moment. I'm going to give it to you if you keep singing. Oh, my is uh, it's gonna go to Ty Gibbs? <laughs> I mean, you, you can't wreck your teammate. I guess you can, cause you got you got you got away with it. NASCAR didn't penalize you. Uh, Joe Gibbs didn't whoop your ass, as far as I know. JGR's uh, not gonna do probably anything to you. But uh, you can't just wreck your teammate, especially when he needs a win. In your advance, listen. If you bump him out the way, I, I understand. Try to pass him there, side by side, going into three and four, and we'll see what happens. But you can't just dump him and then just fuck him and then you win the race because you, you know, called the call, uh, calls the caution. And I always thought if you were a part of the caution, uh, you don't keep your position. That's a... Or is that a free, free pass? That's just a short track thing. And it's a free pass thing. Okay. Okay, anyways. Um, you don't get the free pass. Yeah, if you're involved. Yeah, if you call the caution or whatever. Okay. Well, it should be for the race win, too, in my opinion. But... Um, Ty Gibbs, you can't do that. No self-awareness. Just a very immature thing to do. You're a piece of shit. Um, You'll learn in the Cup Series when uh, you do that shit to certain individuals that uh, you won't be doing that much much longer. So, uh, Ty Gibbs? You can't. Um, That was mine, too, of course. But uh, uh, second place on my list was Myatt Snyder. Um... (laughs) <laughs> you can't <get> fucking. <laughs> it's uh, listen. I've been there. I've been punched in the mouth before by much bigger, stronger guys. 
uh, because I was running off at the mouth. So I get it. I understand that, which is why I understand you can't do that. Um, it's one thing if you can go talk some shit, uh, but you got to be ready uh, to, to get an ass whooping, especially when somebody starts warning you, hey, go the fuck away. And you keep running your mouth, and he says, hey, go away. And uh, you keep running your mouth. You, you should expect um, yeah. a right hook. Have your guard up a little bit. Um, so, you know, um, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's one of those things. I mean, I doubt anybody's going to be fucking with Austin Hill anytime soon. So, uh, but <laughs> yeah, un- no. unfortunately, it was Myatt Snyder that had to, uh, to eat that right hand. And it was a hell of a right hand uh, to eat. So, Myatt Snyder. Yes, sir. Well, we got three championships to decide. Um, how do you want to? Well, no, we'll, you want to do preview Phoenix first? Yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that first. So, um, Phoenix uh, this weekend. It's gonna suck. It's not a great racetrack. It definitely should not be the championship uh, finale. We've gone through this before. Um. For all three series, I think the Xfinity race will probably be the best, just because it's usually the the best show every weekend, as far as racing product goes. The truck series won't be bad, but um, I mean, I I do care about the the truck series, but to be honest with you, I've only watched like how many races do they have each year? Like twenty something. Fuck, I don't know. I've only seen like two. This I've year. watched like eight to ten, um, and I know. Pull up the uh, truck series final four real quick for for me. Um, so you got Tabajeski, Zane Smith, Ben Rhodes, and Chandler Smith. So you got two Thor Sport trucks. You got a uh, front road uh, truck in Zane Smith, and then you got a KBM truck, which will the last race for KBM in a Toyota with Chandler Smith. Um, I think these championship four is pretty interesting. You know, you got the defending champion, Ben Rhodes. Uh, I think he'll be strong. Um, he did what he had to do last year. He didn't win the race, but I think he moved Zane Smith last year for like fourth or fifth or something. It, I think Austin Hill dominated the race last year. But uh, he's, he's a former champion. He knows what to do. He, how to get it done? His post-race interview last year, the press conference was legendary. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I, I do want to say this though: uh, this race starts at 10 p.m. Eastern time tomorrow. Jesus, good thing I'm on night shift, or I'm about to get on night shift. But uh, that's interesting. But so Ben Rhodes will be a good, uh, be a good competitor. Uh, Chandler Smith, I think he's one of the most talented drivers in the lower series. And he's in one of the best trucks, so I expect big things from him. Zane Smith, same thing. Um, very high on Zane Smith. Um, he's been very consistent all year. And then Tom Ojeski, he's just gotten hot in the playoffs, man. Uh, he's won a couple races in the playoffs to get him here. And uh, will he Will he do – I don't think he's quite ready. I think he's kind of came out of nowhere. Um, but he'll, he'll run good. I just don't think he'll have enough um, enough speed and – and uh, experience to win this to win this championship in the truck series. 
So who's going to win it? <laughs> Is that your stomach? No, I burped a little. Oh. I thought we were previewing Phoenix. Yeah, we are. We are. So why'd you start talking about the truck series? I don't know. Fuck <laughs> it. We're already here. Who's going to win the truck series championship? <laughs> um, in, I think it's more of a... Uh, <laughs> to preview Phoenix, the race, all three races are going to be kind of a bore fest. Unless you have some crazy resource at the end. That's what's going to fucking happen. That's fucking previewing Phoenix. That's you happy? Phoenix. You happy? I agree. Okay. Right, we'll get so into the championship, championship picks now. Four. Who's going to win the truck series? All right. I think Chandler Smith You're will wrong. win the championship. He'll finish fourth. He'll f- <laughs> no, Chandler Smith is going to win. He's got probably in the best truck. Uh, I think he's one of the most talented drivers in the truck series. And uh, he's going to get it done for the last race for KBM in the Toyota. And... Um, He's joining colleague next year, so he'll join the light side and get out of the dark side of Toyota. He'll have some momentum going into Colin next year, and he'll win the championship. Well, what about you? Surprisingly enough, Zane Smith is going to win the championship. I too am picking a Toyota. Ah, that's well, that's obviously not Chandler. So it's either Ty Majeski or Ben Rhodes. I'm picking Ty Majeski. <laughs> um. Is he gonna be? Is he gonna be able to even grab the trophy? Is he gonna be too short? He's a little small, but um, <laughs> he's a hell of a race car driver. Uh, uh, average. He's one of the fastest guys out there every week. Uh, he's made some mistakes this year. Um, probably should have a, a win or two more uh, than he's got. Uh, he he always seems to run up front, especially at the short tracks. Um, so, you know, like I said, I hadn't wanted watched a ton of truck. Is racing Phoenix this really year. a short track though? It's a short track that runs as a, that races like a mile and a half, or it's a mile that runs as a short track. However, they say that, but yes, um, he's really good. Uh, every race I've watched this year, he's been at the front. He dominated the Bristol race. Um, dominated Homestead. Dominated Homestead. He he's a really good race car driver. He's on a roll. I'm not gonna lie. He's the best eye racer there is. I'm like legitimately. He's got the highest eye rating on the service. Um, Kid's an animal. Um, very fast. Uh, so as long as he doesn't make any mistakes, I think he's the favorite, really. Um, I'm surprised that you don't think he's got a, a shot at it. And, uh, I'm not saying he don't have a shot. I just don't think he, he – I think he's won his first two races. In the playoffs. In the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But he's won like two of the past four or five. Before that, he never won. Yeah. So I just think it's just, it's just too early. It's too early. Next year – Probably. He probably gonna definitely going to be a favorite next year. But I think this year he just... I got him this year. All right. We'll see All how right. that goes. To the NASCAR Xfinity Freaky What it used to be called? The Bush Light Series. I should have waited to, to open that. Sorry. The NASCAR um, Grand National, National Series. Series. You can go first. Because I went first on the truck. Well, um, your four we got? are... You got three JGR or... No, you don't. You don't. <laughs> You've got one JGR guy, uh, Tyler Gibbs. Then you got three junior motorsports guys. you got Gragson, Joshua Berry, and Justin Allgaier. Um, the guy I want to win isn't who's going to win. Um, I want I want Josh Berry to win. Uh, I don't think he will. I think Justin Allgaier and Noah Gragson deserve it. Um but I think Gragson pulls it out. Um, he's been the dominant car all year. Um, 
He won like seven races in a row earlier in the year. Four. Um, <laughs> but he he'd been he'd been fast all oh, year. Yeah, he's yes. good at Phoenix. Um, he's got confidence. Um, I think Ty Gibbs probably have the best car, but I just don't see people letting him win the race. Um, so uh, I'm picking Noah. Um, even though I I really do. I want Josh Berry to win, but like you said with Ty Majeski, I think next year's going to be Josh's year. So I think it's uh, it's going to be Gregson this year. Okay, yeah, that's a good pick. Um, we know that none of the JRM cars will take out Ty Gibbs. We know that for a fact from what Dale said on his podcast. <laughs> he said, "Guys, no matter what happens at Phoenix, we are not wrecking anybody." Um, now. The 19, somebody else, you never know. Um, I think the 54 will have the fastest car, but like you said, I think the the if Xfinity Series has, these drivers have any backbone to them, they will do everything they can to not allow the 54 to win this championship. Um, and who was going, who's been under the radar almost all year. He's run very good. He's won a couple races. But he's at his best track. His best track. And if we Kevin got, Harvick. Yeah. <laughs> he's at his best track. It's going to be Justin Allgaier who wins this race. He shouldn't be in here from what last week entailed. And now that he's in it, Ty Gibbs has made a big mistake. And that seven car will win this race and win this championship. So give me Justin Allgaier. What are you doing? He chokes. Algar? He can't finish. He can't finish. <laughs> I know the feeling. He is the modern-day <laughs> Elliot Sadler. He's got oh, no finish. Elliot Sadler. He can't finish. Benny Hamlin, maybe. Um, But, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think he'll finish fourth out of the four. But, uh, what? Yeah, he's Best track, bro. He can't finish. He's going to finish. He's going to finish first. I think it'll be Noah Gragson, Josh Berry, and then Ty Gibbs and Algar will wreck. Will wreck? Yes. Uh, here it comes. The NASCAR, Talking about finishing. The NASCAR <laughs> Cup Series Championship starts at 3 o'clock on Sunday. You didn't say the Xfinity time. Uh, 6 o'clock on Sunday. Saturday. Saturday, Eastern time. Yeah, I don't know how much I'll be watching this race, to be honest with you. On Saturday, of the Xfinity race. Really yeah, don't know. I probably... I, yeah. Mm. Carolina plays at 7. Yeah, Clemson plays at 7.30. Hmm. That's going to be a tough one. <laughs> mm. And I'll be at work, so that's going to be difficult. But we'll do the best we can. Well, here's the good news for you. Clemson's going to be losing to Notre Dame by 28 to 10 at halftime, so you can switch over to the okay. race. Yeah, while I um, fucking kill myself. Yeah, well, y'all are going to lose to Notre Dame. Yeah, you're going to lose. What happened last time y'all went to South Bend? Trevor was... Not playing in that uh, game. Uh, Trevor ain't playing in this one either. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> but anyways, this is a NASCAR podcast, and we're already an hour and 40 minutes into this bitch. Oh, so. The LG are that low today. Yes. <laughs> um, well. Oh, yeah, it's my turn. Um, uh, who do you got? So, for championship predictions, I could see any of these four winning. When Me you too. got four different teams. All three manufacturers are represented. Not Dodge. Miller. Not Dodge. Is not represented. 
Um, Joe Logano, Christopher Bell, Ross Chastain, and my boy Chase Elliott. Um, I think this race is going to come down to a late race restart. And who is one of the best guys at late race restarts? Joey Logano! Yes, him. But there's also another guy that's really good. Chase Elliott, Ross Chastain, and Christopher (laughs) Bell. All of them are good. All of them are going to win the championship. Yeah, they're going to tie. They're going to come across the line exactly equal. What happens when they wreck? They all wreck. I'm telling you, I'm going to love the day when they all wreck and you're going to be fucked. You win the championship finishing 34th. Because of how you wrecked and where you wrecked. It's going to be great. But um, at the end of the day, I think sometimes fate intervenes with everything you think of logic will happen. And sometimes you just know that this guy's going to win it. I'm picking Ross Chastain to win this championship. Damn! He's going to win the championship. He finished second here in the spring. He's going to be fast again. What he did at Martinsville, he's got momentum on the high line. <laughs> the high line has momentum. Yeah, it does. Episode one, check it out. Um, there's just something about Ross, man. He shouldn't, quote-unquote, be here. Second-year team, track house. You they don't be know. Here. They don't know what they're doing. And you And you look the past... Two years, the past two champions. Chase Elliott, 2020, was his first championship fork uh, appearance. He didn't know what the fuck he's doing. He's going out there and won the fucking race. Last year, Kyle Larson, his first championship fork uh, appearance. He went out there and won the fucking race and won the championship. So, and uh, Christopher Bell, I know it's his first one too, but it's Ross's as well. Something about Trackhouse this year has been special. They've, they have stolen all the headlines this year for good and for bad. Between Ross and Daniel Suarez. But at the end of the day, something tells me that one car. And we've seen what Ross will do to get in the championship for. I can't imagine what he's going to do to win the championship. Give me Ross Chastain to win this championship. That is surprising. I did not think that you would pick him. Um, I would pick Chase, but I have no confidence in this non-team right now. At the beginning of the year. He should win it, but the way he's performed in the playoffs, he does not deserve it right now. At the beginning of the year, we gave our final four predictions. <laughs> At the beginning of the year, I picked. One guy. One guy to <laughs> win this championship. I did pick two of the guys that are in the running Ooh. for the championship. You didn't pick Christopher Bell or Ross. I Picked Chase Elliott and Did you? Joey Logano to make the final four. I don't think before the clash. I don't think you picked the nine. Pretty sure I did. You picked the five and the twelve and the twenty-two. I thought I picked the twenty-two, the nine, the eleven, and the nineteen. <laughs> no, that's five. <laughs> I am a little drunk. Um, <laughs> I know you picked Joey. I know I picked Joey. and Ryan Blaney. Yes. I know you picked I'm them pretty too. sure I picked the nine. And I know you picked the five of Kyle Larson because everybody else did. I thought I picked the nine as well. But um, I may be wrong. Whatever. Anyways, go ahead. The good news is I picked the guy that's going to win the championship to win the championship. And that was Joseph Logano uh, and his hot-ass wife. Uh, they're going to win. He's not that good looking. Not bad. Not bad. 
especially for his ugly ass. <laughs> he did good for himself. Money will talk. Um, bullshit walks on a motherfucking tightrope. But uh, yeah, Joey Logano. I think he's the one that's getting the least amount of love um, out of the championship four. Um, he's had the most time per, uh, to prepare uh, for Phoenix. He's done it before. Um, I know. I know. Barking at. Um, I know Chase has won the championship before, but like you said, I just. I, I can't trust him. He has can't. not been good in the playoffs. Um, he's lucky to be in the championship four. Yes. Uh, Joey Logano, to me, is uh, the elder statesman of the group. I think this year, um, even though it's kind of been a crapshoot on who wins, I think experience is going to win out right now. I think Joey Logano is going to be tough to beat. And uh, like I said, I picked him at the beginning of the year to win the championship. So uh, You really ain't got no choice. <laughs> I'm going to stick with it. Um, if you all were wondering, I mean, if you need to go back and listen to who I picked to win the championship. It was Kevin not one. It was not one of these four. It was Kevin Harvick. <laughs> um, so I mean, it looked good there near the start of the playoffs. <laughs> he won two races in a row. And we're like, oh shit! Then Darlington happened, and then everything went downhill. But um, I would like I said, I'd pick Chase, but I just I can't trust that team. Although I will say, what my dream scenario for Phoenix this weekend is for Ryan Blaney to win the race, Chase Elliott to finish second, and Kyle Larson to finish third. You'd have the race winner, Ryan Blaney, doing burnouts. You'd have Chase Elliott, the driver's champion, doing burnouts. And you'd have Kyle Larson, the owner's champion, doing burnouts. If he finishes second, yeah, that's right, because Chase Elliott can't win the owner's championship. Nope. If that happens, I'm gonna come. Well, techni- <laughs> technically, technically, you could flip the nine and the five. Yeah, but I like Chase Elliott more than Kyle Larson, so I want Chase to finish higher. But it really doesn't matter. But I'd be all right with that. I ain't gonna lie to you. That'd be cool. That would be three burnouts. I mean, come on, that'd be awesome. All my top guys, be pretty cool. I'm not saying that's gonna happen, but that that'd be fun. Who? Freebird. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I got I got Ross. So who do you, do you think do you think the twelve is going to win the race? Because it's your turn to pick. Uh, it is. It is. So I. This has been such a wacky year, and that's why I picked Ross to win the championship. Because this weird this this weird this year has been so wacky that I think for the first time you're going to see the winner of the race not be the champion. I said that a few weeks ago. You did. You did. So I don't think Ross is going to win the race, and obviously the three guys that are fighting for the championship with him are not going to win the race. Who do I have winning the race? Who do you think? Chase Briscoe. No. Brad Keselowski. Kyle Larson. I've waited Joey all Hand. year to use the last one on him. <laughs> Who? Joey Hand. <laughs> yeah. Now, I think Kyle Larson will win. Um, ever since his mistake at the Roval, he has been <laughs> a man on a mission. Um, good ways and bad ways. But um, 
I think he's going to win the race. Um, Phoenix is not his best track, but it's a good enough track for him in the five team to where they're going to bring their best shit because the owner's championship pays more than the driver's championship. So I don't think they're going to give all their attention to Chase Elliott, which is another reason why I don't think Chase Elliott's going to win the race or win the championship. They got two things at stake here for Rick Hendrick and Hendrick Motorsports. And usually when you have multi, both uh, more than one car in a championship battle, in a championship race, usually it doesn't go that well. But I think Kyle Larson will do enough. And he's such a damn good driver. He's going to win this championship for Rick Hendrick. For the owner's championship, he's going to win the race. Ross will be right behind him. Well, I did say a couple weeks ago that uh, a non-championship four guy was going to win for the first time in cup history, I think. Ain't no one's ever... The champions won every year, right? Yep. Um, Harvick was 14. Kyle Busch was 15. Jimmy Johnson was 16. Martin Truex was 17. Bush. No. Uh, Joey was 18. Kyle Busch was 19. Chase was 20. And Larson was 21. Well, I'm going to retract that statement. Joseph Logano is going to win the race. Um, and like I said, I think it's because of the ability to prepare for the last three weeks. Um, Two weeks. Well, yeah, I guess three weeks. Yeah, I mean, he's he's got a head head start on it. Um, he's, I think, I don't think he's got the best car. Um, probably the fourth best car, to be honest, um, out of the top four. Uh, but like you said, I, I don't think everything's going to be invested in Chase Elliott. I don't think uh, I don't think Ross has the maturity to win this race yet. Um, so it, it it comes down to to Christopher Bell and Joey, in my opinion. And I just think that uh, Joey's after been there, done that. Yeah, Joey's been there, done that. Christopher Bell's coming off of you know two must-win situations the past six weeks. Um, I don't I don't know if he can knock it out a third time. Uh, so, with that being said, Joey's the, the only guy left, and I picked him at the beginning of the year. I'm going to ride with him. Um, I think he's one of the most talented guys in the garage, and I think he's going to go out there and show it. I wouldn't be surprised if he dominates this race. Nah. So, Joey Logano, come do it for me. I need it. I need this win. <laughs> I need it. So, so if we tie, you're winning by I, one. I lose. Yeah, you're winning by one. If I beat you this week, I win off the tiebreaker. And it's twenty-one twenty. It is. So it'd be twenty-one, twenty-one. 21. Me with the tiebreaker because I've won twice. Pick the winner. Well, no. Win. If if you win, you you you'd win outright. If I yeah if yeah because if you if, well no if I win the race it's well, I, yeah I okay. win yeah, yeah if I beat you I win you have to beat me to win the the series so <laughs> goddamn all you have to do is run <laughs> all I have to do is all the five has to do is beat the twenty two even though I am ahead of you right now I have to win it's 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 ironic because the Cup Series it comes down to one race. Whoever win, whoever finishes first win, uh, in front of the others wins. In our playoffs right here, it's the <laughs> same thing. Whoever finishes ahead of the other wins. Mine's off of a tiebreaker. 
because I've won two races this year. Fuck You've only won one. Tony Stewart. So I've got the tiebreaker. Uh, but uh, that's going to suck. It's, as long as Joey beats the five, you owe me a steak dinner. As long as the five beats the 22, you definitely owe me a steak dinner. Yes. Um, I'll beat you by two points. Yep. So, um, so I can't wait to buy you a damn steak dinner. Because Joey is going to beat the five. But uh, maybe. The five might win the race. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. He's going to come out there with that homestead set up and whoop everybody's ass. Uh, I promise you, if he brings a homestead set up, he'll finish last. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. You just walk, just <laughs> ride the wall the whole time. We've maybe, seen it work. Maybe. We've but, seen it work. Uh, what you got going on this weekend? Nothing. I'm off all weekend, so um, be watching some, I guess, a truck series racing tomorrow night, some Xfinity racing college football on Saturday, and Cup Series on Sunday. Broncos are off, so I ain't got to worry about watching them play like shit. They won last week. Yeah, they played the fucking Jaguars. It doesn't count. Especially when Trevor Lawrence is the, the quarterback. Uh, Jaguars had a good old run there. Two couple weeks there. Two They've won two games. Two and they were two and two, two and two and one. I think actually might have been maybe just two and two. But uh, no, I um, I'm supposed to go back to work tomorrow night, but I uh, got it off. So uh, in in the uh, um, what's that called? In the help me out here. In the situation that deer would be actually moving down at my farm i took that friday night this friday night off just in case i was still hunting um but i go back to work saturday night so uh i'll try to watch the xfinity race but i can't promise you i'll be watching a whole lot of it because clemson plays notre dame saturday night 7 30 at nbc on nbc that's why the xfinity race is actually not on nbc it's on usa it's on usa network um, so I'll be doing that, trying to watch all that shit at work, and <laughs> still trying to work. It's very difficult. And then on Sunday, uh, I'll sleep in after I get off work Saturday night or Sunday morning, and uh, wake up around two thirty and watch the race until I have to go back to work. And I probably have to watch the uh, championship race like I did at la- the end of the championship, like I did last year, on my way to work, which uh, sucks. Uh, I'll try to. I'm gonna see if I can get that that Sunday night off next year. That way I can just enjoy the race and I have to worry about going to work. But uh, anyways, you can uh, follow us on TikTok at the Highline. The Tube. Instagram, the Highline. YouTube, the Highline. I think Instagram is the Highline official, if I'm not mistaken. I think you're right. Um, TikTok is just, I think, the Highline. Uh, you see our faces, you know uh, you're in the right place. These two beautiful faces, but uh, one of them at least. <laughs> but uh, if you uh, if you know any NASCAR fans or uh, or, or friends or whatever, uh, tell them about us. Uh, give us a follow on all those accounts, and make sure you listen every week. We got, I think we w- I think we're going to do two more episodes. I want to do one next week. You know, to react to all the, the the championships and all that stuff. Now I want to do one more, just reviewing the whole year. I'm I'm down with it. Okay, so we'll have two more episodes for the season, um, for y'all. Uh, then it'll be beginning uh or end of January, beginning of February for you hear us again. Yep, yep. We'll have the off season <laughs> for us. 
far as podca- podcasting goes. Uh, I, I want to do some might, stuff. Might release a college football pl- uh, playoff prediction video. I don't know. Uh, maybe. Some, some sports. Uh, yeah, we'll see. The sports surge. We'll what is that shit called? The, the sports sp- The sports craze. The sports craze, yes. One of my vi- one of our videos got uh, age restricted. I saw that. It's a damn Three age. years later. Which one was it? All the punishments combined, mm. which I don't understand. I wonder who f- flagged that. Either they flagged it or somebody from YouTube saw it and was like, oh, you can't do that. Why was YouTube watching that video? That's the question. <sighs> YouTube's weird, man. There's, there's, their algorithm is strange. They got weird people watching shit. That video's got like 20 views. <laughs> it's got more than that. It's got over 100. <laughs> Not a whole lot more than that, but it's got over 100 at least. Yeah. But that was like four years ago. That's what I'm saying. Three years ago. That's bullshit. But, um, yeah, we'll, we'll come back at you next Go week. Cox! No, Tigers! Yeah, we'll come back at you. Go Cox. <laughs>